dinner time. What's for dinner? Well, actually, before we talk about what's for dinner, we want to talk about what we're going to do tonight, which is our new podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Jay, and welcome to our first podcast, our first podcast of At the Dinner Table. On this podcast, we're going to talk about just things going on in the world, things that are happening in our local communities, things that are happening with our kids. Um, I want to get their perspective on life, understand what they're going through. Um, they've seen a lot of things on the news. They've seen a lot of things. They talk about a lot of things at school. And I want to make sure that I understand what they're seeing, what they're hearing uh, from a social media standpoint, uh, and make sure that I can, I can try to connect with them. So first off, my name is Jay. I'm 49 years old. I work within uh, the healthcare and the business side of healthcare. Um, got two fantastic young kids, uh, Juliana and Grayson. They'll inter- introduce themselves in a second. Um, but again, for me, this is all about just finding ways to connect with my kid and understand them. Uh, 2020 is moving so, so fast uh, that it, it, it's hard to connect with them and, and take the time to talk. And for us, we find that sitting around the dinner table is the best time to do it. So first, I want to introduce my son, Grayson. Please uh, talk about yourself for a second. Well, I have to say I was quite hungry, but I'll do this first. I am Grayson. I am 10 years old. I spend most of my time on technology. Um, I do studies on algorithm. Um, I have editing skills. Um, I'm quite a whiz, you might say, in technology, <laughs> in the technology area of things. You are. Um, I have a big opinion on a lot of things, so be ready. <laughs> um, so, so I'm ready because this is a generation thing, right? This is where is. I grew up a lot different. And um, you, you and I have some, some we'll just say just good discussions about that sometimes, about you know, what we should be doing. But thank you, Grayson. Juliana. Um, hi, my name is Juliana, and I'm 13 years old. And I'm really interested in like youth activism, and I'm really interested in climate change and animal rights. And um, over the years, I've had many different organizations that I've run, whether it's just me or with friends, to try to make my community a better place. And um, I tend to kind of have bigger opinions in some in some areas but when it comes to me and Grayson sometimes we can really clash so we'll see how this goes so it's true uh, you guys can clash I don't know if it's any different than any other brother sister or uh, for for me you know with my brother when I was your age but um, but it's a normal thing right um, what I will say before we start to really kind of kick this thing off is um, both of these kids, both of you, uh, within the spaces that you have passion about, um, are really, really talented. And, um, and I have no doubt are going to do some really special things uh, as you get older. To your point, Grayson, I think from a technology standpoint, uh, you, you are a whiz. And it's, it, it bothers me because I think that I'm a relatively tech-savvy really father. Not, yeah, but I kind of... Well, Compared to you, I mean, maybe compared not. to other people, though, right. he really is. Um, but then I think with, with Julian, I think the things that, you know, we were just talking with early, earlier today, which is, um, you know, you really kind of found your calling, I think, with, uh, you know, getting involved with, um, you know, saving the environment and climate change. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, protecting, saving, looking out for animals. And, and, and I think that we're seeing... Um, we're seeing you really kind of grow into that. And that's why I, th- I have no doubt that you guys are going to be uh, really, really successful uh, because I think you guys have found your passions. And, and the cool thing is you found them at a very young age. 
but you know, and I think you think about the different clubs that you're in, right? Too, you're you're. We just signed you up for uh, zoological club. You're in. Um, I don't know the names of them, but please go ahead. I'm in something for youth activists. It's called the Youth Activist Project, where they kind of help you get your idea for an organization, whether it's something about mental health or like Black Lives Matter, whatever it is, and they kind of help you get it up and running and give you suggestions. And one of the things I like about them is they are kind of there to be your cheerleaders and not really to just be the adults kind of behind the operation like it's entirely just youth operated so so the topic um, that we're going to talk about at the dinner table today is going to be um social media and social gaming the thing about this is oh oh apparently grace is ready to go because he's just jumping in right now i think if i'm mistaken i'm the only one i'm the only one here out of the three of us with an actual social media personal account, and you guys act like you know <laughs> so no, much. No, no, I, I have um, a personal Twitter account. As of, what, four hours ago? <laughs> right. Yeah, basically. So, I mean, there's preparations. Yeah, so, okay, so let, let's, let's take a step back. Let's talk about how we want this to work, okay? Social media, social gaming. Now, first thing I want to say about this is... Can you define social gaming? Oh, and I also have Snapchat. That's a personal account. Right. So <laughs> just wanted to mention that. So, so what I would say is, first off, every single generation looks at the the generation coming behind it and says, "Oh, these people are doing that. They just don't know. The TV's going to make them stupid. Video games are going to make them stupid." Right. And I think the reality is, every generation turns out to just be to be just fine. I think as a as a parent. I recognize the fact that the way all of you do things is completely different than how I did things. And I respect that. That doesn't mean it's good or bad. I just think that any any time that your life becomes consumed with any one thing, that's not necessarily a good thing. However, I do recognize that things are different now. And I also recognize that the technology you have today, we just didn't have when I was a kid, right? We couldn't text people. We, we were just earlier tonight. We were just looking at old notes that that you know we wrote uh, girls and boys wrote to each other that I, I i held on to some of them back in high school handwritten notes and you know it's kind of a lost art because now people just text each other or send messages to, to each other whatever it is and i think things have changed so i get that i get that things have changed and i'm okay with that but really what i want to understand is how do you build relationships with people if the majority of your connection with them is through a phone or through a computer people you know from school or whatever it is but and, and, and it's a different world now too because in a covid world we're all social distancing you guys can't really have friends over right we just had our covid test yesterday because we thought we, we, we made where we were exposed to it but that's really what the question is, is how can you actually build genuine relationships can you do it digitally or virtually versus versus actually being with people. Now, before we got, kind of go around the table, rule number one is it's okay to disagree, but but we're not going to take shots at each other, okay? Also, no food fights. <laughs> no food fights. That, no food fights. That, yeah, we'll call it that. that, that I'm that, trying to incorporate our title, guys. No, no you got it. That, that, that makes Thank a lot you. of sense. And we're going to be respectful of each other, okay? We're having this conversation because we want to understand how the other person thinks not to talk about them or talk down to them because they think differently. So, Juliana, curious in your... I know what Grayson's going to say, so I'm curious what your thoughts are. Well, can Grayson go first? Because I kind of want to hear what he has to say. Yes. So, okay. 
Can you elaborate on the question or repeat it? So I think about when I was a kid and when I would go exploring the woods with my friends or I would play basketball with my friends or I would go on hikes with my friends. Um, frankly, even playing video games with my friends. Now, back in my day, it was like, you know, Atari and, and television. I have Atari. Atari, I do. What, yeah, what you have is like the 2020 version of Atari. It's not the real Atari, but either way. And the, the point is, you had you, you were in the same space as the other person. And because you're in the same space with them, you under, you, you just build, a, I think, a deeper relationship with them. And the biggest concern I have is, is can you can you kind of develop a sense of empathy and understanding of people if you can't be next to them, kind of feel their emotions? Does that make sense? Yes. I, I can't say that it's a great thing, but I can't say it's a bad thing either to communicate online. Whether it's a game you're playing online over FaceTime or it's texting, I don't I think there's ups and downs to that, but it is possible, frankly, for most people, to build relationships online with your friend. It's no different than how you would normally communicate in person, and it also gives you some fun activities. So, so what do you mean fun activities? Like what? Like, I mean, if it's if it was social media, I mean, you can post stuff it's but social media isn't about making friends true for most it's people, probably two different conversations like, social gaming and social media two two different yeah things. i don't think it's about making friends i don't what about I the just, gaming part though i don't know what you exactly mean by social gaming so there's, there's a couple games that are really popular right now so among us in Roblox, I think I kind of feel like Minecraft so, is games with a chat. Yeah, or, yeah. Or you, you're talking on the phone with them, right? Because it's it's people that you know that you're playing with for the most part. So, you're asking me if it is possible to make friends friends through Roblox? No, I guess I'm asking you: Is it possible for you to build upon existing friendships? Because when you play with like your friend Miranda. You know Miranda, right? You know her. So when you when you play with her, is that helping to like, you know, build your relationship with her? Yes, it even, is. Even though you never you only see her twice a year or whatever it and is. And she does. She lives twelve hours away from here. I mean, yes, it's I don't feel it's any different than how we would communicate if I could see her every day. Is that okay, okay. So Obviously, there's things that are different, almost, but it's no different how you would communicate. All right, so maybe, maybe, and I want to go to Jules here in a second, but maybe here's a better question. Where, where do you place more value? Do you place more value in social gaming with, in this case, we'll use Miranda as the example, um, and we know her and her, the family very, very well. We're all very close. But we only see them a couple times a year. We live in different states. Do you see more value in social gaming and building a relationship with her that way? Or do you see more uh, value in having friends in our neighborhood that you can go out and do things with and kind of physically be with? Or do you think it's, it's, it's all the same? Social gaming supports 
meeting someone in person. It supports it. It's nothing you can compare because it's almost like the same thing. Social gaming supports that because I can't say, like, if I wouldn't call her and play, what is it, Roblox Among Us as much as I do every day. Well, not every day, but close to that. Then I can't say the times that I see her two, three times a year hmm. would make me still want to be friends with her. Okay. Because yeah, I so can agree with that. Social gaming supports that. Okay, so so now different perspectives because, you know, Grace is a 10-year-old kind of budding gamer. Juliana, you, you're different, right? You're, you're not, we like measure screen time. You know, Grace and I are fighting all the time about how much screen time he has and we track it on the iPhone and iPads. Um, you not so much, right? Your screen time is more maybe FaceTiming your friends, maybe playing games, but, but that's not really something you'd like to do a whole lot. Um, but what's, what's your perspective on this? Well, for me, like social media and just technology in general is kind of for me more to exchange ideas kind of more rather than just um, gaming, I guess, and for entertainment. I mean, other than watching TV, I don't really watch YouTube a lot and things like that. Um, the only thing I go on YouTube for or go on my phone for usually is to exchange ideas and to learn and get more information. Um, otherwise, I'm pretty much just on my phone for when I'm talking to my friend. But when, I mean, like, when it comes to online gaming and playing games online with my friends I'm on FaceTime with, um, I mean, I don't really necessarily do that a whole lot. I mean, I don't know. It's just not something I enjoy a lot, I guess, but I can understand why a lot of people do enjoy it because it can get addicting. Like with Among Us, I just started playing Among Us and like, honestly, I'm kind of addicted to that game. <laughs> but like, I used to have TikTok, and I had a personal account on that, and I also had a personal account on Instagram, but with social media comes a lot of negativity, and I found that, and that's why I was like, you know what, I don't need this, so I ended up just deleting my account and deleting the app, because I just didn't need that negativity in my life, and it was feeding a lot of bad things, and kind of lowering my mental health, but... Um, yeah, so social media can concern me in a lot of ways, but sometimes it feels like, like, Grace and my little brother is in a different generation than me, kind of, in a way, because, like, in, I mean, in a way, like, when I was in fifth grade, I didn't ha have a phone, and instead of playing with friends, um, on my phone when like even if it was when we were physically together like when I was playing with my friends we would go outside and play I remember um trying to catch geckos with my friend like we didn't really play Roblox and things like that but yeah I can't speak for Juliana and although she's only what two three years older than me schools and communities I'm I want to say in my generation but we're in the same generation, but I'm going to say generation because I don't know what to replace with that. But she just because she was four grades ahead of me, I think that it's become awareness to the teachers in the community that I'm living in to kind of teach us how to deal with those negativities online and most 
likely how to avoid them. There's something to that, right? I think you're right. So I think about when internet first came out, social media was a thing. Um, we were overwhelmed by it because it was something that nobody had ever seen before and it just exploded because it was, it was getting so big so fast. So I think as a parent, you know, whether it's social gaming or social media, uh, we, are, we are deathly afraid that you will be exposed to things that no 10-year-old or 13-year-old should be exposed to. Now the reality is, is that no matter how much protection we create for you, aside from creating a complete bubble for you where you're not allowed to have YouTube, you can't have Snapchat, you can't have TikTok, you can't even have internet access. And aside from comp completing or putting that bubble out there, we're never going to be able to do that. So I think, but, go ahead. But even though, like, yeah, sometimes, like, there are bad things about it, like, things that we shouldn't see. But, like, when I was in sixth grade, I started seeing really gruesome images of animals and the things about climate change and stuff and honestly that's kind of what inspired me to kind of be interested and try to support that and be who I am today so a part of me is thankful okay. for that so but I've had yeah. social media for like two years now and if I'm honest I've never seen anything inappropriate or gruesome on social media it's mostly inspiring things comedy things it's and if I've I've had friends, and I still do, and it's kind of a choice that they put themselves in their community, especially with TikTok. I can say, you choose what community you're in on TikTok. Yeah, no, no, no. Wait a minute, though. I you're right to some extent, and a lot of it is, you know, their algorithms. What you say you like, it will show you more of. But you and I, you showed me TikToks that have had some pretty bad words in there. But also, like, one thing I don't like about TikTok is I saw this video about how, like, TikTok has this algorithm, and I was like, okay, you know what, I'm just gonna watch this go. It's probably just gonna waste my time watching something about how to be famous on TikTok. But I know Grayson kind of likes TikTok a lot, so I wanted to watch it and kind of learn more because I wanted to show it to Grayson. So I was watching it, and it was like, there's a beauty algorithm on TikTok, and it's so so true I've seen it when I had it like to get famous on TikTok you it's like they kind of promote videos more from people who have more like facial things like bigger eyes smaller nose you have to be skinnier and that's easy that's easier for people to get famous like you have to do harder things like if you're like me you're just average looking it's gonna be harder for you so 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 a couple things uh, we, we talked about that a little bit yesterday i, I still want to research that and see how accurate that is so so let's table the whole algorithm based on beauty thing for right now because it's a sensitive topic we Can as I a family we got say i've I 100% disagree with that. I've, I've followed this person on TikTok, and she has a condition, and half of her face is indulged, and she has millions what? of followers. Indulged? Enlarged? Yes, that's the word. Okay. Sorry. And she has millions of followers. Like, I mean, don't hate to her, but I, that's so not true. Yeah. Can I say something respectfully? Uh, re respectfully. This is respectful. I'm not arguing. But respectfully, I think that, like, 
when you think of the most famous people on TikTok, you think of people like Charlie D'Amelio and that person named Addison Ray or whatever her name is. And like the most liked video on TikTok is a girl, I don't know what oh, her name is. Yeah, and she she's literally just bobbing her head to a song, but she got like 50 million likes on that. Just doesn't make sense to me. So Bottom line is there are algorithms out there that are looking at certain things. The whole beauty thing, I, I, I'm curious on that, but we'll, we'll figure that out. So, so the last thing I want to bring up when we talk about social media, we talk about, about social gaming. I guess my biggest concern is if anything consumes your life entirely, especially as a kid, I just don't think that's healthy. So for you, Grayson, you're a tech kid. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, truth be told, when I was your age, if I had access to the things you had access to from a technology standpoint, I may have been the exact same. When I, the way I was raised was, you know, if I wanted to play, you know, Space Invaders on Atari, I had to also go outside and spend time with my friends and play basketball and get exercise. My biggest concern is I see so many kids who just don't go outside anymore, and and that's so different than 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 how I was raised. Now. The other piece too is, now this is a little bit off topic because we're talking about social gaming and social media, is that, you know, you know Juliana, you know, you, you have really kind of embraced this, this activist thing and, and, I, and I commend you for it because I think it's a great cause. It's a great thing to be involved in. But if that is going to consume your life, that also is not healthy. It's a different kind of unhealthy. But I guess since we're talking about social gaming and social media specifically, Grayson, I'm going to direct this towards you. Um, do you think that, think about the times I would say, you know, I, I gave my old Apple watch and I would say, you've got to burn whatever, 500 calories a day. And for every hundred calories you burn, you get, a, you get an hour of screen time, whatever it was. But the idea was just saying, you've got to find a way to balance getting exercise and outside time with the, with that. So, so what do you think? I can't speak for other social media apps, but I'm on TikTok a lot every day, I'll admit. And I see videos about five to ten times a day that say maybe you should stop scrolling and go outside it's the awareness it's and it's TikTok is a community and it's just not that kind of thing with TikTok. oh so i didn't know that so so you're watching videos and, and something pops up and says why don't you take a break from TikTok and go outside yes uh, and, I and, and do and, and do you do it and do you do be honest i go outside every <laughs> day. That, that's, that's no 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 when, when that comes up and TikTok is saying you've been watching so much TikTok that we're going to recommend you stop watching TikTok and go outside. Do I do take a break, yes, but I don't go outside. But yes, I mean it's the awareness. TikTok is. Do you a take a Do you take a break and go on YouTube? No. <laughs> I'm not very active on YouTube. I do have a channel, but I just it's just showcase edits. Well, and and, and look. I, you know, you've been doing it. It's just TikTok is the greatest community through any social media you'll find. I, I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree. And, and, and look, with what you've been doing with your editing stuff lately, I, I think it's phenomenal. I really do. I think, I think that the stuff you're doing at 10 years old where you're editing videos is insanely good for a 10-year-old. It's insanely good for a 15-year-old. So where you're going to be in a year, two years, three years, I, th I think I can't like wrap my head around that. So, but that's that's. But what I'm talking about is the balance, right? The balance of getting outside time and exercise, the balance of 
you know, doing some of the editing and being on TikTok and, and spending face-to-face -face time with friends, which again, in a COVID world, that can't happen right now. But it's, it's balancing all of those things. And I think that's kind of what my concern is, is that because you said earlier, Juliana, that those things can be addictive, which they can be, Any, anything can really be addictive, but gaming certainly can be addictive, is that, is it more difficult to try to have balance in your life so you have kind of a more complete Grayson or complete Juliana because that, that one thing, in your case, Grayson, social gaming can, can kind of take that over. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, yes, definitely. It does, but it's also incorrect. Well, all right. Tell me about it. <laughs> I've already said this. It's not, it's, it's just not addictive. It's not. So if I said, it's, I'm not uh, going to ask you to do this, but I'm just curious. How hard do you think it would be for you to take a day break from all social gaming, social media? It wouldn't. It wouldn't be hard. I mean, it's as simple as stopping doing it. It's not like I'm addicted to it. Okay. Yeah, I I mean I get it. I don't th I don't think he's necessarily addicted to it. I just think like I guess it's fun for him and he just uh, just genuinely likes doing it. And yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't have anything better to do, so he's like, it's "Okay, fun. I'll just go on TikTok then." <laughs> yeah, so so I again, I'm not I'm not down on it. I I, I think I, I think social gaming is cool. I think social media is cool. I, w I wish I had that when I was a kid. My concern is is just the the balance of of that with the other things that you need in your life, yeah. namely face to face interaction with people and exercise. And and and, and my fear is with with that. And this is that's why I think everyone like kids should like if they're on social media a lot. Parents should try to enforce that they do a sport or everything. Like, every kid should do a sport each year, unless they're really consumed by something else. But like you should try to balance your life. Have some, do something, like, be a in a club that to do with something you're passionate about. Then do a sport, like, start a business or something like that. So it kind of all balances each other out. I can see that, I guess. It's just... I've seen so much creativity on these apps. I don't know. Look, I'm going to say this again. I think that what the apps, the iPhone, the iPad, social gaming to an extent, because you can be creative on social gaming, um, social media, I think what those things have allowed you to do as being a very creative kid um, I think it's opened up a million windows or doors for you, whatever the phrase is, to allow you to do stuff. I, I am just concerned with the lack of balance. And, 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 and I think, is, I would hope as any parents what it is. But I will say this much. I am not one, like, I, again, I'm going to go back and say when I was a kid, my parents would say that I'm going to fry my brain because I played so many video games when I was a kid. And clearly that wasn't true. So I don't think that it's necessarily doing you harm by doing these things. I really don't. I just fear that you're not balancing it with other things that are healthy for both your mind. Well, let's be honest, mind, body, and spirit. Uh, this is a little off topic, what I'm about to say, but it does have to do with social media. No hate to my sister, but I've <laughs> seen her do this just so I have reference. Um, I feel if for a lot of people... If they see like a celebrity online, a rising celebrity, it just it's negative towards them. It's like, oh, well, they're clearly an awful person because they're famous. Like it's I feel like 
people with large social media platforms, it's not their fault, and that and we can't yeah, assume how yeah. that they're awful people. Yeah, I I agree with you on that, and yeah, it, I have done that before, and I I guess it, I'm wrong for doing that, but I guess I'm not really mad at those people. I'm just mad that. There are plenty of other people out there doing the same exact thing, but why do they get famous and not other people? Like, with, I saw something with Charlie D'Amelio where, so there was a black teenage girl who made up that, what's it called, the renegade dance thing, and so she made the renegade dance, and Charlie D'Amelio just copied it and posted a video of her doing it too, but instead, she got famous, and nothing happened to the other girl, so I just, it's things like that that kind of make me upset, that make me not like the person, but I mean, I know it's not that person's fault. But how fault. is that her fault? Like, right. Charlie D'Amelio gives credit to the person who created the dancing all her videos, and if she doesn't know who made it, she... But I don't think she actually gave credit to the person. She does. She tags who well, made the dancing we, we, all we, we her could, videos. Well, we could... So, so you, again, I think it took us a little bit off, off track, which is okay, but I think we can go back, we can verify that, right? We can go back and see if she gives credit to the person. And, and, and secondly, when you talk about social media and getting famous on TikTok, who really knows what that is? There's people on TikTok that do the dumbest things that get a million views, right? It, so, so I don't think it's it's necessarily it could be a racial thing. It could be, but it could be that Charlie D'Amelio just happened to do something that people you know thought was funny or they wanted to follow, they wanted to share. Who really knows? Um, I actually do think. Um, so let's wrap it up. Uh, well, that's it for that episode. I hope you enjoyed your meal, everybody. <laughs> yes, we hope you enjoyed your meal. It was very tasty today. It was, it was tasty. It I, was a little bit spicy, but little spicy. it was a little spicy, <laughs> but I liked it. Well, I appreciate everybody listening and uh, looking forward to uh, the, the next episode. And uh, for now, we're going to sign off and let's go get some dessert. We hope you have a wonderful day. Just so you know, we haven't actually eaten dinner yet. And we, in the middle of the podcast, we had to stop it because we got it delivered. So I'm very hungry right now. Yeah, very true. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.